the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. Praise God, Monday is Christmas Day, the day that we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the entire world. We've been ministering messages all week on the birth of the Christ child. We've been being reminded that on Christmas Day, we ought to give God the thanks that He's rightfully due. We should all give God thanks on Christmas Day for more than just some gifts that we might receive from somebody to me and you. We should give God thanks that day for the gift that God already gave us, that is the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So come on, let's hear some more about the greatest gift that could ever be given to mankind, that is the birth of the Christ child. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Now we know Christmas Day, just like every other day, is a good day. To make God's name known. That's what we do. We make God's name known. Ezekiel chapter 39. Begin reading in verse 7. It says, so will I make my holy name known in the midst of my people Israel. And I will not let them pollute my holy name anymore. And the heathen shall know that I am the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. Behold, it is come and it is done, saith the Lord God. This is the day whereof I have spoken. Now he's prophesying about the day where he's going to be able to be able to let his name known everywhere to the point that even the heathen going to know he Lord. That even the heathen going to know that he's the Savior. Praise God. And he said that day is done. Praise God. Speaking of it being done. Well, that's what we live out now. The day that that was done. Christmas is a day that we celebrate the day where the Lord has spoken of. Because that's the day that he showed up just like he said he would do. Because over in Isaiah chapter 7, turn over there, please. He had already spoken of him showing up and what he was going to do when he show up and who was going to show up. He, he, he spoke about it and he did it. Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14. It says, therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, check it out. Don't miss this. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Praise God, which means God with us. So God spoke of the birth of the Christ and who would show up on that day. He showed us that God himself was going to show up on that day. And didn't he, didn't he, didn't he do it? He showed up just like he said he would do it. Turn to Isaiah chapter 9. You're right over there around the corner. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. It says, for unto us a child is born. And, I put the word in, unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And his name shall be called 
Wonderful. What is he, y'all? He is wonderful. Counselor. Notice the mighty God. The everlasting Father. The Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and, and, and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and, and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment, with justice, from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of the hosts will perform this. Well, that's what he did. Well, he spoke that he would show up and the results that would happen as a result of it. And, and didn't he, didn't he, didn't he do it. In fact, he even spoke of where he was going to show up. Turn to Micah chapter 5. Praise God. He even spoke of where he was going to show up. I love a God that not only tell you what he's going to do, he told you exactly how he's going to do it. Hallelujah. Jonah, Micah, Nahum. Praise God. Micah chapter 5. Page 1141 in my Bible. I don't know which one is in yours. If you don't know where it is, call Table of Contents. Micah chapter 5. Praise God. Verse 2. It said, but thou, Bethlehem, that's where it was, Ephratah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me. That is to be ruler of Israel, whose goings forth have been from of old, from everlasting. Of course, that's talking about where Jesus was going to be born. And that was in, he was going to be born in Bethlehem, old little town of Bethlehem. That's what it talks about. Praise God. Then came the day that everything that happened came just like he had to say. Turn to Matthew chapter one. That's when Jesus showed up, y'all. That's when God did everything he said he was going to do. Put everything in motion and made it happen. Just like he said he would do. Matthew chapter one, begin reading verse 18. It says, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother, Mary, was espoused to Joseph. Before they came together, which means they had not had sex. She was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example like he could have, was minded to put her away privately. Prayers got privily. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Hey, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. That's what he was coming to do, y'all, save us from the sins. Praise God. But notice he said he told Joseph to name him Jesus. Praise God. Why was that? Because back then it was a patriarchal society. The, 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 the father named the child. The mama didn't name the child. The father named the child. Praise God. And so he had to tell Joseph, so the, the father of the child was God. <laughs> and so the f- was the fulfillment of what it is that Jesus said. Turn over to Luke chapter 2. Where God showed up in the form of a child just like he said he would do. Because I love a God that does everything he said he's going to do. Luke chapter 2. And by the way, he did it for me and you. Luke chapter 2 verse 1. It says, it came to pass in those days that, that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria and all went to be taxed, everyone to his own city. That's one of the reasons why it was necessary for this to happen was because they wasn't in Bethlehem, old little town of Bethlehem. They was in Jerusalem. Praise God. Big city called Jerusalem. Is anybody here? They was, they was hanging out there. 
That's where they met. That's where they got together. That's where they got engaged. And that's where they was going to be. That's when the Holy Ghost visited them was in Jerusalem. Praise God. But now, you know, but the, but the prophecy was that she had to be in Bethlehem to be able to bring forth the child. Praise God. And trust me, ain't no, especially back then, ain't no pregnant woman that's just about to give birth to a child any day now. Talk about, well, come on, let's go to uh, 70-something miles away over to, to, uh, to Bethlehem. What would you say? Hex, no. No, keep it holy now. No, praise God. Much less on the back of no donkey riding around, bouncing around, praise God on something. The devil is a liar. It was like, no, we're going to have him here. That's what we're going to do. But God made sure that they, God, God set up a tax to, so that they could then be able to come and be forced to go to that particular area. Because I love God. He'll make you be where you're supposed to be. He'll make you lay down in green pastures. So he pulled them over there. Anyway, that's what we picked up. Where we leave off. Is that fine? Verse four. He said, and Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Because there was no room for them in the end. Not because they was broke, because they were slow getting there. Praise God. Come on now. You know, she's walking wide-legged all the way there. Praise God. She ain't going to get there in no hurry. So by the time they got, to, by the time they got there, that thing was filled. They're like, look, y'all, everything filled. I got a spot in the manger. I mean, in the barn. Go ahead. I'll take that. Praise God. And there, and so that's, that's what happened. Praise God. <laughs> God showed up in the form of a baby. But I like this. On that night that Jesus' birth came, the angels confirmed how we're supposed to respond to his birth. Because remember, God ain't never been born on this earth ever. Praise God before in the form of a baby. God wasn't born. The flesh was born. God wasn't born. He was, but he came through a child. We call it born. He was born into the world. A, a, a child was born, but the son was given. Praise God. God is the son part. He was given into this world. He ain't never came into this world like that. So they didn't know how to act. Praise God. Just like a lot of Christians, even when they become new, they don't know how to act. Praise God. They don't know what to do. Praise God. But that's when the angels, the messengers of God, people who had hung with God, knew God, and knew how to respond to God, that's when they showed up and showed us what to do. Begin reading in verse 8. It says, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came unto them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. Now, even though that says saying, praise God, it, it, it also translates singing. Praise God, because they got the blowing. Praise God right there. They started singing praise and glory to them. And as it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from the, uh, for them into heaven, the, 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 the shepherds said one to another, Hey, let us now go even unto Bethlehem 
and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. So notice, they, they got up and started singing praise and glory. Why? Because great joy had come into the world. Because unto us this day is born in the city of David, somebody who's called Christ the Lord. I love how the angel showed us what to do. They showed us to be able to sing and give praise and glory unto God because he was now here with me and you. They praised him. Why? They praised him because he was God. He was God. They praised him because of what he was coming to do. They praised him because he was coming to save me and you. Well, he, they praised him back then so he could teach us how to do it right now. Just like the law taught us what to do so we could do it even after the law come to an end. Then the angel showed us what to do even though that night came to an end. Which means every night after that, every day after that, we're supposed to be praising God and giving him praise and glory too. They say glory to God in the highest. Hallelujah. That word glory means glory as very apparent. In other words, we're not to be able to shy and shallow in our glorifying God. We're supposed to be up front and loud and clear about our praise up in here. Just like y'all was doing a little while ago. Y'all was up in here, hallelujah and salvation and glory. Praise God. I saw one person jumping around, praise God, hallelujah. I was like, good God, you all over there. We need a bigger stage. Praise God, hallelujah. He got to jumping around and, 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 and because he was, he was fired up about it. Does anybody hear me up in here? Praise God. Saw somebody over there supposed to be playing piano. Praise God. And he waving his arms and swinging them too. Praise God. I said, oh my goodness. What the heck is going on up in there? I know I, I saw what they was doing. They was praising God and giving him glory. Hallelujah. And then, and then the camera panned out on the audience. I said, oh my God, it's contagious. They, saw, they up in there jumping around and shouting too. The whole front was filled with black and red, black and red. Just like the Bible, filled with black and red, black and red, black. It was all of them giving praise and glory unto God. Woo! Hallelujah! Why? Because the anointed one has showed. The Christ has come. Praise God. And peace and goodwill is now on earth as a result of that. That word peace is talking about oneness where we come together back to be one with God. Praise God. At least the opportunity to be set at one again with God is now with us. Because that's what the word peace also translates is to be set back at one. The angels taught them to what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to get praise of God because God has come to make them back one together like they're supposed to do. Well, if he told them to praise, if they showed them how to praise God and it was going to happen, how much more so should it happen with us when it done already happen? I know my English is bad, but my preaching is real good. Praise God. It done already happened. We already been set back at one with God and the angels of God, the messengers of God, the ones that only say what God said, told us what to think and do. And that we ought to give praise and glory to. Because why? Because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. He sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but through him it might be saved. Well, those of us who received him, we ain't might be saved, we got saved. Praise God. They got any saved folk up in the house. Praise God. Well, then let me hear you shout. Praise God. Hallelujah. God sent a gift into the world to be able to come into the middle of our darkness. Because just like on that day when, he, when the angels showed up, praise God, it was at a time of darkness. And that's when the angels showed up and they brought light to the darkness. Why? Because he sent them over to be able to see the true light which had come into the world, which was God Almighty, praise God, who had come into the world. That's why rejoicing is supposed to happen. Praise God. Turn to Zephaniah chapter 3. Zephaniah chapter 3. Go to Malachi and go back four books. Praise God. Hallelujah. Malachi, the last book of the New or the Old Testament. And then go back three or four books. Then you're going to hit Zephaniah. Now, I know you already know where it is. Praise God. But just do that. Zephaniah. <laughs> 
Because rejoicing is what the angel said that we should do because of who was born unto me and you. That talking about the, the Lord, the king of Israel. Zephaniah chapter three, begin reading verse 14. It says, sing, O daughter of Zion, sing. Sing, O daughter of Zion, shout. O Israel, be glad and rejoice with all the heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. The Lord have taken away thy judgments. He have cast out thine enemy, the king of Israel. Even the Lord is in the midst of thee. Thou shalt not see evil anymore. And that day, speaking of one we living in right now, it shall be said to Jerusalem, fear thou not and to Zion, let not thine hands be slack. Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love and he will joy over thee with singing. That's what he does. He, he joys over us with singing. I will gather them that are sorrowful for the solemn assembly who are of thee to whom the reproach of it was a burden. Behold, at that time, I will undo all that in, that afflict thee and I will save thee that halteth and gather her that was driven out and I will get, get them praise and fame in every land where they have been put to shame. At that time, I will bring you again, even in the time that I gather you, for I will make you a name and a praise among all the people of the earth. When I turn back your captivity before your eyes, saith the Lord. Well, see, we that people that has been talked about because Jesus Christ came to do all that for me and you. Be able to set us up and set us out, praise God, to be able to bless me and you. That's where the, the angels did it. Hallelujah. And then they left. And the, and, and the shepherds was impressed by it. They started to say, come on, let's go. Let's go see this, this Christ that done come. And they did. They went to where the baby was and saw that baby laying in a manger just like it said it would do. And man, they gave praise and glory unto God. They had great joy just like me and you. Praise God. But they weren't the only ones that did it. Y'all know about the wise men over in Matthew chapter 2. Come on, turn over there. Then we through. Matthew chapter 2. But the wise men came too. Them were the ones that came later. See, the shepherds came first. Wise men came later. They came when it was a little child. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1. It says, now when, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod, the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, where is he that is born king of Jews? Watch this now. For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Notice that. Folk that ain't even Christians done came to worship him. Wait a minute. These heathens, they still came to worship him. Now, if a heathen got sense enough to give God praise and worship, how much more so should the people that are the born again, blood washed, blood bought, Bible believing Christians have given him praise and too? Remember, they came from the east. Where in the east? Detroit? No, for real. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where they came from. But I just know they came from the east. Praise God. See, wise folk always come from the east side. Praise God. And then they come to where Jesus is. I like that. Praise God. They came from afar. We know that. They came from afar, which means it didn't matter how far they had to travel. They was willing to go to be able to give him the worship and the praise that he was rightfully due. 
Just like us, we didn't care about how far we traveled. In this room today are people that live close to this church, people that live far away from this church, people that live in cities around this around San Antonio, around this church. You got folk from all over the place coming. Why? Because no far, no place was too far to be able to come give glory and honor to. You got folk in here from Dallas right now. You got folk in here from Houston right now. You got folk in here from other cities right now. Detroit up in the house. Oh, what's up, Detroit up in the house? I see Atlanta too, praise God. All the ATL is up in here, up in here. Praise God. <laughs> Giving shout outs. And anybody, so, so you got folk from all over the place too. But they're coming up in here to give him the glory that he rightfully do. Why? Because we wise men. Now the wise men wasn't wise because of their navigational skills. Whereas they could look at a star and be able to follow it. Praise God. Even though that was kind of some pretty deep stuff right there. I ain't got time to get into that. Praise God. Because I said I was going to be through. Praise God. I teach them in principles and practice preaching. By the time you say in conclusion, don't be adding no new stuff up in there. Praise God. Hallelujah. So I ain't going to add no new stuff. I'm going to practice what I teach. I ain't going to add no new stuff. Praise God. In the middle of no conclusion. Praise God. I'm going to live by what I teach. Praise God. But anyway, they came from afar. The Bible doesn't say where that was and how far it was. But it says that they was wise enough to come. They were wise enough to come. Wisdom is the true insight into a matter, which means they had knowledge of who he was. But the wisdom showed up by their showing up. Just like a lot of people know that Christ saved them. But the wisdom shows itself when you show up to be able to lift your hands up. To give him the praise and the glory he rightfully do. They came and brought him gifts, which means they was prepared to worship him. Praise God. And they brought him gifts too, praise God. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Which spoke of all three parts of his major ministry, praise God, that he was showing on earth to be and what he was sent to do. And they gave him glory and honor too. That's why that's what we do. Now once again, they worshipped him. That worship means to fawn or to crouch to, to prostrate yourself to, in homage to, do reverence to, and adore. To fawn or to crouch to, this is deep. This word comes from a word which is equivalent to how a, a dog that loves you treats you. Anybody ever ha- got a dog in here that love you? If that dog ain't seen you and, you've, and they finally see you and they, and they see you, what does it do? Somebody give me your hands, please. Yes, ma'am. Loud and clear. Yes, ma'am. They'll come up to you and lick you all over. That's why this is the word proskuneo, which means to kiss all over. And that dog will lick your face and lick you and, and you and you be like, oh, and it, because that baby, and he's just wagging his tail and it's just going crazy and it's doing everything because it's so glad to see you. Just like y'all was doing a little while ago. Praise God, giving him glory and honor. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that we reminded you of the real reason for Christmas. That is to be reminded of and celebrate the best gift that's ever given. That is Jesus, the Christ child. That precious baby who was born to save all of mankind. The Lamb of God who was born to be slain and take away the sins of God's fallen man. Say to God, let's thank God this Christmas for the Christ. The best gift that we ever received. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at Erico 210. 785-9238 That's Erico 210 785-9238 
or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. Don't forget, saints. Make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. There's no substitute for being in church, fellowshipping with other believers, and worshiping God in the house of God. The psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. That's because there's nothing like being in the house of God, even on Christmas. So if your home church isn't open on Christmas Day, Word of Faith's doors are open for you. We invite all of you to join us at Word of Faith on Christmas morning as we give God the thanks that he's rightfully due for the eternal gift that he gave to me and you. Every year the members of Word of Faith San Antonio come together on Christmas morning and have an exciting, faith-filled, spirit-filled praise and worship service where we give God thanks on Christmas Day. So we invite all of you to join us at Word of Faith on Christmas morning at 9.30 a.m., where saints from all over San Antonio and surrounding areas come together to praise and worship God and to give the Father the thanks for the gift that He gave us in the birth of His Son, Jesus Christ, who saved us, loves us, and keeps on keeping us. So come on through. We'll be glad to see you there giving God praise on Christmas morning too. Come on through and give God the praise and the worship that He's rightfully due in the house of God like God wants all of us to do. So come on through. And bring your family with you when you do. I guarantee you that all of you will be blessed when you do. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.